is in the know for Thursday, September 7th, the 250th day of 2023. There are 115 days left in the year. Good morning, MB. Guiding you through in the know at K105 on Litchfield's Country Station, 1039 The Moose, live online at K105.com via the Apple and Android smartphone app. Using the SoundCloud, iTunes, or Spotify podcast on Facebook, on YouTube, on Twitter. And the hashtag is in the know. Coming up today, we will update you on the latest news headlines from around the community, the county, the commonwealth, and the country. Uh, college football season resumes tonight for the local area. Also, the NFL season kicks off today. Plus, uh, if you play fantasy football, we've got some funny uh, wagering options. That and a whole lot more coming up today here on In The Know. Settling into my left, rolling Mach 9 with her hair on fire. Is my beautiful wife, the beautiful girl. It's B. Good morning, sweetheart. Good morning. How are you doing? I'm okay. You want to feel happier? Sure. Eat grapes. Ew. If you need to boost your mood, pop some purple or red grapes into your mouth. It should boost your happiness level in as little as 20 minutes. It's because a compound in the darkly colored grapes energizes a brain region that steadies moods and keeps your nervous system calm and relaxed. There are very few things that I don't care for. And yeah. I will eat grapes. But the aftertaste of grapes for me is <laughs> bother. Yeah, it bothers. Me. So, will you drink it's a grape knee high? Um, yeah, and I like the flavor grape. Yeah, it's grapes themselves. You know, the actual would, fruit. You know what would be good about right now? What a peach knee high. Ooh, yeah, wouldn't that be that's fun? That's trash talk. It's been a thousand years since yes. I had a <laughs> since I had a peach knee high. That'd be that'd be good to have. He is a five time winner of the coveted Ohio News Hawk Award. He's the two-time Silver Sound nominee, covering every corner of the globe. London, Budapest, Rio, Tokyo, and even Litchfield. He's Sam Gormley and the Sparks. Morning, Sam. Morning, Ralph. How you doing? Good. How are you? Not too bad. You got a great-colored shirt on today. Did they have great knee-high at the soccer game last night not, on the pitch? Not that, not that I'm aware of, no. Yeah, you... no it, uh, it was a nice night. It was a little warm to start, and then once the sun went down, it was pretty comfortable. Have you ever had a peach knee high? I don't even know what a knee high that's is. That's what I wondered. Maybe, yeah. yeah, that's okay. Uh, you can look. You can Google it someday. I didn't wonder if it's a regional thing, but yeah, knee high was always good. Grape or peach? Choose your poison. How did the soccer uh, match go last night? You said it was a little warm, but pleasant and yeah, nice. Yeah, it was Cougars loss, but uh, Marion County. Marion County, who's I mean, Marion County's pretty talented. I mean, Marion County a couple weeks ago beat E Town, who's a traditional power. Oh, so that that's, I mean. And they and Cougars held with them, and Marion scored a goal, you know, early into the second half to make it one nothing, and then they scored a couple of, you know, I don't want to call them cheap ones, but a couple of very late in the match. So it was, After it was a close it was match. A foregone conclusion, correct? Yeah, some, uh, some garbage buckets. So it was three nothing. Marion County was the was the final in that matchup. Okay, you got a busy week. The rest of the see, you've got in the coming days, and of course, you got football. football tomorrow night. But then you got more soccer next. Yeah, week? Yeah, Monday, or? Tuesday soccer, and then almost we were going to have to do Thursday soccer as well next week. But oh well, okay. it's it's we're we're having to just we need to talk to superintendent robinson about building us a booth down there because <laughs> our, our makeshift booth is it's not necessarily the most ideal well the temporary one they had at center last year is available apparently i'd, I'd take it <laughs> because would. i can at least <laughs> see oh that'd be good oh getting off the because part we, of we had a uh, a marion county fan that sat and we had our vantage point and he sat and he had his chair and he had one of those chairs that has like the uh 
the awning on it, yeah. and he could not have put it in blocking the goal. <laughs> yeah. So it was like it, it, it clearly wasn't on purpose, but it was one of those things that it was like you you could not have picked I, in this entire soccer right. field yeah. a right. worse Excuse position. Excuse me, sir. Excuse me. <laughs> yeah. Excuse me. Could you not choose mm-hmm. somewhere else? I sometimes I see those chairs at the beach, and I think. That's a sign of a person who's given well, up. And see, what's funny is, is he was if if he wouldn't have had the awning, yeah. it wouldn't have been bad. I could have seen it, but he was the only one lined up that had the awning. So it was kind of like you were the one that had to pick the. Uh, why, why, why would why would you say that? I don't know. I don't know. There's just we, something. We about are going it. to be those people I, at some point, right? We'll have given up. <laughs> that's what I. That's what I mean. We will have given up whenever that happens. That's pretty funny. Uh, going to be gloomy at times today. Cooler to end the week. We're going to see possibly some stray showers and some drizzle drizzle possible this afternoon. But overall, our weather pattern is uh, is uh, pretty nice. Increasing clouds, a high of 80 today. We might not break 80 here between the lakes. Uh, partly cloudy, 65. Mostly cloudy, 78 for tomorrow. And still the story, the story to be told, because uh, we'll see what happens as it steers across the uh, the Caribbean. But uh, looks like Lee, when it approaches the east coast of the United States, may reach a pressure system where it turns it the other way back into the Atlantic. So won't know until Monday. First, uh, like Monday, it'll be around uh, Puerto Rico and starting to make its turn. And then depending upon what it runs into, we'll determine whether it uh, gets uh, rejected from the uh, contiguous United States or if it uh, makes impact and landfall. So anyway, be monitoring that one. But it's also another big one, another another big storm. Uh, another day yesterday and another opportunity for finally reporters to ask Senate Minority Leader Mitch McConnell about uh, his intentions and his uh, immediate plans for he had a, a closed door lunch, which they schedule, which they have that on a weekly basis on Wednesdays. So he met with his colleagues and uh, basically explained to them where he was and what he was doing and how he felt, et cetera. And then they broke from that and met with reporters. And one reporter just asked him, you know, what his plans were. And he says he's going to finish his term as a leader and he's going to finish his term as senator. Is what he said. And he just kind of uh, moved on. I did think it was interesting that it seemed like, and it may just be the national media trying to cause free, uh, friction between two senators from the same state, but it seemed like of all the people trying to throw water on the diagnosis of his issue seemed to be Senator Rand Paul, which well, he had a quote that was interesting. I don't remember what about, it was. He didn't buy the he didn't buy yeah, the dehydrated part yeah. or something. And of course, he's a physician. Well, I mean, he's an eye eye doctor, but he's a physician. So, well, and I know that I don't know that they necessarily they are. don't. That by the you can't you can tell when you when you I, when you speak to them about the other one, you can just tell that you don't get any reaction. You don't yeah, get. I don't think just, they're. You get, you I get I don't think Rand Paul was in that meeting you were to talk about. Kind of thing. Yeah, I, I happen to agree with you. Uh, the Litchfield City Council met earlier in the week. They met on Tuesday of this week because of the holiday. And they uh, one of the things that they elected to do was purchase a, uh, a different, it's not a new truck, but purchase a different truck for a member of, um, for someone who's helping out a lot with Parks and Rec, but also a lot with public works. But through that vehicle process and the deliberation on whether that uh, purchase was warranted or not, it did prompt a discussion and probably will prompt further discussions about uh, the the privileges or who's taking home vehicles, uh, city-owned vehicles taking them home and using them to get to and from work and when that's warranted and when pr- possibly it's abused. So I think that the uh, city council or at least leadership of the city 
are going to to take a closer look at that and see if their practices on that need to be modified. Uh, Additionally, they approved two zone change requests that were recommended by the Planning Commission, one for 201 Mill Street and one for 161 Hanging Rock Road. A big clifty man is facing multiple charges after being caught peering into a small child's window. It happened Monday morning about uh, 11 o'clock. Law enforcement was dispatched to the 2600 block of Shaw Creek Road after a father caught his neighbor, a 44-year-old William Merrifield, looking into the window of his 4-year-old daughter. Upon seeing Merrifield looking through the window, the father met the suspect at gunpoint at his daughter's window. Upon police arriving at the scene, Merrifield was on a skid steer on his property. Law enforcement made contact with him. He was found to have methamphetamine, a pipe containing the drug in his pocket. Uh, According to the father, Merrifield had also dropped a coloring book underneath his four-year-old's window. And Merrifield was previously trespassed for the property for similar reasons. So, Wow. Yeah. Uh, today signals a, um, historical change in Kentucky sports wagering is legal as of about 15 minutes ago in the state of Kentucky. The legislature sent that, uh, legislation forward uh, or, uh, voted back in the session and they spent the summer implementing on how it will work. And Governor Bashir, just a few minutes ago, uh, I, so long as he was running on schedule. And I have what, he, what his bet was, because okay. I made that comment last week that I was curious as to what it was. Right. Um, you, so, yeah, tell me that in just a second, okay. because I might have a follow-up question. Uh, Lieutenant Governor Coleman is also at Turfway Park uh, this morning, where she's doing a ribbon cutting and also, I presume, uh, placing some type of of wager. But it, it's lined up with the beginning of the NFL season but it also just happens to coincide with U of L has a Thursday night game. Uh, Kentucky plays at home this weekend. Western play at home this weekend. They, they do. do, and so it's just kind of a you know it's a spooling up into the fall sports season. So what did he choose to do? So he did a parlay, which for those that don't know, meaning that you can combine multiple things to happen into one, and it increases your odds to win. Right. So he put a parlay on the over for Kentucky wins and Louisville wins, mm-hmm. and symbolic and. Got it. On Duke football under on their wins. Duke football under on their. Which I found interesting because I don't really know that there's any. But he can't put a bet on basketball just yet. So it. uh, The symbolism of that, you know, I get it. I I I just figured he was going to put a bet on Louisville and a bet on Kentucky. I I almost would have preferred if it would have been on Tennessee as the under or something, but. Yeah, but I guess he then right. knows that his more than like he's got that little nook of Eastern Kentucky that had some Tennessee fans, so he probably doesn't want to. <laughs> Maybe did he have to consult Drew Franklin on making this I, wager? Well, n- no, because there's no shot that Drew Franklin would have told him to bet over on Louisville win. No, that's true, absolutely. So you got to keep people happy. Uh, but anyway, it's so it's underway. Uh, online starts in still what two weeks away, the 28th or something in that range. But uh, it's here, so. The uh, National Football League, Major League Baseball, NBA, Women's National, uh, the Women's NBA, and NCAA Baseball, Softball, Basketball, Football, and Hockey. Are those the limitations on what you can... No, you can... Like, I was even reading, you can bet on, like, cornhole. You can bet on... I mean, it's it's pretty much more of what can't you bet on. I think eventually, I'm wondering if you can now, because here's the reason I ask. It says, among the sports Kentuckians can wager on from the catalog that was approved a week ago, 
by the Horse Racing Commission were the ones that I just mentioned. Do you think they'll add the, them no, in there's as they more, go? There's more. There on there. I th- okay. I'm assuming. I mean, I don't know that they really thought that they needed to put the cornhole on there. Yeah. And I mean, it is. it was funny reading all of just the random. Some, we got some world-renowned cornhole players here in the Twin Lakes area, so I, I, they shouldn't omit that information because yeah. people, I mean, people clearly. Are you going to be throwing down some big bucks on the cornhole tournaments? I could. I, very, I probably know about as much about it as I know about anything. Uh, also, part of that legislation. You know, you've probably been um, witnessed some advertising about sports wagering. You know, the different companies that are involved are making sure that you're aware that you should choose them instead of choosing the other guys, et cetera. So you're probably seeing it socially. I've seen quite a bit of it on Twitter because they think that's where their target audience is uh, or X or whatever you want to call it. The artist formerly known as Prince. <laughs> that's just what I should call it. Um but um, part of the things that the legislature did in that was we're going to allow this, but we're also going to make requirements that it is easy for people or people at least are aware that there's help for people where uh, gambling addictions may be a possibility. So even yesterday I was hearing a lot of the statewide media that were you know, rolling forward stories about, you know, 1-800-GAMBLE, you know, if you have a problem or you think you know have a family member that has a problem and where to turn for resources and what some of the red flags are. And one of the biggest red flags that I heard about yesterday was something called chasing losses. And I didn't really know uh, what that was when they said chasing losses, but after thinking about it, it makes quite a bit of sense. When you lose a bet and then you double down on your next bet thinking, okay, well, you know, eventually I've got a hit. If you're playing blackjack, that might be true. But when you're making a choice on an over and under or you chose a spread or something that you – there's less math involved, and that can be a very dangerous proposition, and that's when you get into a whole lot of trouble just because then your losses are compounding. Especially when you get moments like in the Kentucky game where the running back runs in a touchdown with 40 seconds to go. Mm-hmm. When Kentucky was up already by however many points it was. Yeah, bad can, beat. But it can make a make a, make a big difference. Anyway, so I, I again, I, I've said all along, I'm fine. I mean, I'm fine with the with the sports wagering if that's what people want to do. I'm not going to be an active participant, but I'm also not going to tell you I would I would never do it. It's just not something I would really well, yeah, choose the, to the do. The cornhole tournaments haven't come up yet. That's true. I mean that that might be the thing I might not be able to pass on. I go, oh, cornhole, you can bet on that. Okay, I'm in. Well, so. I've even been playing around in the app and seeing like in the middle of the night. I was checking the other day and it was like. Arabian soccer, <laughs> like all of these, like just random sports that you can see yeah. that go on, and just you can bet live, like which player will be the next goal. It's just kind of funny. Listen, I understand the premise of you go to a major league game and you can bet in inning. You know, will will there be a home run this inning? Will there be more than four strikeouts? Like I get that for adding the entertainment, but if you're wagering on Arabian, or like Arabian basket weaving then you might have a problem. Well, I mean, like, I could even just go right now and just see all of the different ones that are on there. There might be cornhole. (laughs) I guess there could be. Uh, When is the national championship cornhole? I I think it was held recently. I think so as well. A female jail inmate in Kentucky has died after jumping out of a moving vehicle in an attempt to escape. This happened, uh, the Fayette County Coroner's Office says 21-year-old Brianna Holland died on August 31st. Was that last Thursday? Two days after the Franklin County Regional Jail inmate leaped from the vehicle, 
The Franklin Police Department has said Holland jumped out of the transport vehicle's window. Jail deputies found her before assisting police officers arrived, and she went to the hospital with life-threatening injuries. So jumped from a moving vehicle and um, lost her life as a result of it. I mean, they have the Czech Republic table tennis right now. Bang pong. The I like, table I like tennis to star series. Elias is facing Carlos. It's a close match right now. <laughs> I see. I just, I, I don't know. <laughs> you can bet on it if you want to. I guess, I guess if I had nothing else to worry about, I could spend time doing that. A former eight-term team, uh, eight term member of the U.S. House of Representatives from Louisville has been appointed a distinguished visiting scholar at the University of Kentucky's Martin School of Public Policy and Administration. John Yarmouth, who was on the House Budget Committee starting in 2009, was chair from 19 to 23, will serve as a distinguished visiting scholar at UK through the 23-24 academic year. Well, he's clearly seen a lot. I remember the day that I was on a conference call and he said that the United States could just print as much money as they wanted to and there would be no consequences. And I thought, I know some people that would have an absolute coronary if they heard him say that. Uh, The Belmont Stakes could be relocated to Saratoga Racecourse in upstate New York as soon as next year. An earlier-than-anticipated move for the third leg of uh, Horse Racing's Triple Crown. It, it would be scheduled for 2024 and 2025. Uh, the race had already been committed to for 2025 because of uh, about a half-billion-dollar renovation of Belmont Park. What does this mean? It's the equivalent of, for two years or whatever reason, Kentucky decided to send the Kentucky Derby to Keeneland. You know, Saratoga is to Belmont what Keeneland is to Churchill Downs. More historic, but not as big and not as modern. What Churchill Downs has been able to do is they've just been remodeling as they go. You know, they've been if you've been to the Derby or you've been to the track anytime recently, you know they've been they've always got some big project uh, uh, underway. Louisville plays tonight. They'll be hosting Murray State as uh, the racers will visit L and N Federal Credit. Union Stadium? Something like that. I heard yesterday somebody Papa John was, Stadium. they were trying to call it the rail yard. Like, okay. I mean, I, like, I wonder if that'll stick. So they're both, uh, both teams are, are, uh, I did appreciate, to did you see Max Duffy's tweet yesterday? I did see that about, uh, still never punted. Or yeah. Something. He said, yeah. hopefully they, that <laughs> continues since he's a coach on the Murray state staff. Yeah. The line is since now we're a sports wagering state, you know, there was never any wagering on only sports in person. before today. Yeah. Only, only you in can't person. Can't do it. Can't do it That's on right. the app until That's, like, and the there's none 27. going on anywhere else and there never has been. No, you uh, can't drive an hour. There's never been wagering in Kentucky um, until just never, on horse racing. Just, never at the Sweet 16. That <laughs> never, never happened until today. Uh, Louisville by 40 and a half points. Under. You take the under? Sure. Okay, you're going to take Kentucky's at 35. You're going to take the over? No. No? I think, and I think KSR made a really good point yesterday, and it's exactly what I was thinking, is what Wells served as a coach under Mark Stoops. C.J. Conrad, who's their tight ends coach, played under Mark Stoops. Maxwell Smith, I... Was he early years of Stoops, maybe? Yeah, If not, he was, like, right in that that early window. I don't (laughs) think... I don't think Stoops will will want to run it up on them, anyways. Unless they just can't stop them. I mean, I know That's, they won't try to run it up, but they're not also not going to fall down or not going to take yeah. a knee. So, uh, I think they'll be very, very, very conservative though. In this, if if it's a if it's a big game, because they don't want to embarrass. Probably them. so, but they got a limited number of get, you know. If their defense makes a bunch of stops again and rob them of offensive drives, this, they might not have any choice. Last 
Last time the EKU played Kentucky, it yeah, went to overtime. True. So yeah, it's yeah, but not, well, you'd like to think that was a different UK football, but that we those days are behind us. And then uh, Reds fell last night to the Mariners. Yeah, but, but they had played well against the Mariners. <laughs> two, right? two out of three. Yeah. Mariners are a good team. So, so they back to upset. back to even in the wild card. They're half a game back. Right half now. a game back. I knew that going into yesterday, I thought they were half game ahead. So anyway, Reds still in contention. Got to get to a break. We'll come back. Got more on the way here on In the Nose. Today is Salami Day. Do you like salami? It salami is. roll-ups with some cream cheese in there. That sounds pretty good. Have you never had that? I don't know if I've had that or not. Like, those, really? Those are... That's like a... Might have had like pinwheels that are there. Yeah. Yeah, you just take salami, similar. put some cream cheese, and roll it. Roll it. Wow, that's, that you was you like just, a... You don't use like the flour tortilla. You just no, use the salami and sal- Salami and you put cream cheese in like it and roll it, it up okay. like a little taquito. Uh, it is also Grandma Moses Day. I heard she was a big fan of salami roll-ups. Um, and Feel the Love Day today. And Just trying to create context. And uh, also Google Commemoration Day. Shout out to Google. Backrub was formed um, this date in 1998. What did, what did you say before uh, your, your line of, did you Google it? Or, you know, did you have a... Did you pull out the encyclopedia or something? Was it? Put your yeah. nose to the ground. If there was only a, yeah. yeah. If there was only a way. <laughs> there was, I, no, I've really, you know, in the last 20 years, I've really, uh, I guess that's 25 years since then. Just, there were only a way we could find out. Because, I mean, what, what could you, before then, there was, you had to go to the library and. Yeah, there were a lot more stalemates and arguments, though, back then. Because you just had to. That's where the agree to disagree came about. Like, mm-hmm. you think it was red? No, I think it was blue. All right, then, whatever you think. And both people walked away thinking they were right. Well, now you just whip out the Google and go, see? Right? So it settles them, but it's difficult. So that's what's happening today. A list of five most obe- – no, I don't want to do that yet. <laughs> There's something else that I had. Sam, do you play fantasy football? Hi. Yeah, I do. Absolutely. You, you actively participate. Oh yeah. I usually am in at least one league a year. I won last year. Are you so the good. are you the commissioner of your league? No. no? I, I don't know that I've ever actually been the commissioner. Maybe one, but no, I've uh I've not. No, the commissioner it takes like you gotta be the right person to do it. Yeah. Because you have to deal with a lot of the because at least once a year there's a little dust up or something on people fighting over something and, a kerfuffle. Yeah. Okay. And I don't really care enough to deal with the kerfuffle. <laughs> I got it. I play fantasy sports four days a year. March Madness? During the Masters. It's four days. I can focus. I can remember to pick my roster for four days. Otherwise, something that goes on for months and weeks, I can't do it. Well, see, fantasy football I like because you can check it really once a week. No, okay. Uh, fantasy helpful. baseball I've tried to do, but I can't get into it because it's, it's – 162 days. Well, but I also don't want to be in, I guess you're right about the bracket pool, but I don't really think about the bracket pool being fantasy sports. It just because we were doing bracket pools long before there was actually mm-hmm. fantasy sports. Although, you know, I that uh what was the oh, the Omatic game? There was a baseball fantasy game that was going on when I was a kid that uh people would play through the mail. Mm. So it's so Abner Doubleday. I, I think that's he and he invented it. My dad will tell you. My dad will be able. He'll know the name. It's something Omatic. But I don't anyway. know. Uh, but these leagues. I also don't want to play in a league because I don't want to get involved in any kerfuffles. 
Well, I mean, there was the big kerfuffle involving the former Red Tommy Fam, where there was some fight in their game. And you might remember this from the beginning of last baseball season, where a he was in a league with a bunch of MLB players. And apparently there was some kerfuffle with Jock Peterson, who played for the Giants. And Tommy Pham, before the game against the Giants last year for the Reds, walked out and slapped him in the face. Mm. And so there was like this little, like an actual fight. Did he fight. have an actual glove? Did he? Like, no, it was no. just it was just a slap. And yeah. I think everyone was like, "What?" You know, <laughs> what you is challenge happening? somebody to do a duel, though. You slap them with a glove. Uh-huh. Like you take your glove off and you slap them. I didn't mean like a baseball glove. It, it was more just funny because afterwards they were like, "What was the fight about?" He's like, "Fantasy football." Mm. And they're like, "No, yeah. no, really. What was what was the fight about?" He's like, "Oh yeah." So if you win your league, what what did you win? My league, I won a decent amount of money. Okay, so there's money involved. Okay, <laughs> yeah. what what happens to the person who finishes last in no, your league? We we've never done anything like that, like the whole get a tattoo there's or no loser or award. Stand on the uh, stand on the side of the road with a sign. I know that St- or the late Steve Meredith, his his uh, team, his group would always. The winner got to pick the loser's fantasy team name for the next year. Oh, okay. Which was, I, and I liked that because it was a yeah, not harmless. Yeah. Well, I ran across a list of some of the best or, and maybe the cruelest uh, responses from people when surveyed. One person said the loser has to go skydiving at the lowest rated skydiving establishment in Texas. That, 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 no. Talk about an incentive <laughs> not to finish last. I wouldn't go to the highest rated one. There's one called the Cancun Challenge. The last place has to stay at the local Mexican restaurant from 10 a.m. to 10 p.m. That's but it, funny. every jumbo margarita they drink counts as an hour off their time. I've seen the uh. Waffle House one where you have 24 hours and every waffle you eat, you get an hour off your time. The last place finisher is awarded a front license plate that in no uncertain terms makes it clear that they came in last place. (laughs) The license plate is affixed to the individual's car at this year's draft. They must keep it on their car until the following year's draft. So you basically can't mark it and say, I lost fantasy football, so here's my license plate. You just have to leave it there for people to decide what they want to do. Uh, my friend and I met these guys in Central Park who made their loser dress up as Popeye and give boat rides to strangers around the boathouse for two hours That's with good. balloons that said loser tied to the backs. That's I good. love it. And then last year in a couples league, the winner got to name the loser's firstborn child. <laughs> <gasps> Listen. I hope there would be some grace involved maybe, maybe in that. Maybe middle name. Oh, my goodness. I, mean, I think I would well, kill you, my husband. D- uh, Dave Fleming who is the TV broadcaster for the San Francisco Giants, who looks very much like Matt Jones. Did you see he was the loser of, I guess the Giants did a league? Yeah. And he had to serve as the bat boy for a game. Oh, no, I didn't see that. What? What? And that's, so he's the, the play-by-play broadcaster. And I was like, that's a that's a good, like, That might be a fun way to spend harmless, the game, though. Yeah, that's, it wouldn't be too bad. Harmless thing, so it was good. We have a, um, we have a Lucas Terrier. Our Gertie is a Lucas Terrier, and I can't decide. Uh, I made the comment last night that sometimes she doesn't seem to use her listening ears. Yeah, you did say that. Right? And then, but you commented and said, you said she's not the only one. Well, that's what I, I can't tell if it's selective, if she's, a, if she's just not, she's intelligent but not obedient. Right? I can't. Or I can't just quite, not obedient towards you? P- perhaps. That could be it. But I don't, that's what, that's what I'm unsure about. But she's not on the list of the five most obedient dogs. The breeds that are the most obedient, apparently, are Border Collies, Standard Poodles, Golden Retrievers. Yeah, that makes sense. Doberman Pinchers, German Shepherds. 
five most obedient. I can see. Yeah. I can see that. I will tell you the funniest, well, not the funniest, but one really funny thing that I enjoy watching Gertie do <laughs> is she hates bugs. And she, being a terrier, right, she's, like, used to, like, sticking her snout in the earth and digging up whatever critters might be in there, including bugs. But when she goes charging after a bug, right, and will jump after it, that's one of the most fun things for me to watch. Oh, my goodness. So the other night, there was a big, I don't know what that thing was. I think it's the size of a hummingbird. It was huge. Mm -hmm. It really was the size of one of my smaller hummingbirds. So (laughs) Gertie is, and she's after it. Well, then Mark is standing, and he's got the fly swat, and Gertie's watching him. Mm-hmm. And We teamed so up. We got he it. He got it. Mark did. And it, it, it fell down or whatever, but she had to verify, you, indeed, that it was. Do you have one of the electronic was, one, the, the zappers? No. It's actually on my save for later list on Amazon. It is. Huh. Yeah, because I think it would be funny. Yeah. Well, we oh, do listen, have a bug light. My, so. my uncle gave one for us, and I don't know that my little brother and I ever used it for bugs. <laughs> and instead, <laughs> just used exactly. it on one another. <laughs> yep. Might as well. We are. It makes me wonder, do they still print dictionaries anymore? Actual books, you go buy a dictionary at Barnes and Noble. Do you, are they available? Do you have one at your house? Oh yeah, I uh, yeah I have one. Absolutely, yeah, I, I definitely have one. I don't. Um, I, I don't. don't I've, I've, I mean, I, hmm, there is going to be a dictionary in Barnes and Noble, but as far as the last copyright, I, I would be uncertain. I was wondering if there's really any reason to print one anymore because it changes so fast. There are things that get added all the time. So we've just conceded to Dictionary.com that they will be the arbiter of uh, all of our words and what they mean. But there are some new additions, 566 new words to Dictionary.com. Just to, like they do this at least, I think they do it no less frequently than annually. Nepo baby, unsee, unsend, NIL, blurs day, information pollution, greenwashing, Crypto-fascism, crony capitalism, mm-hmm. big pharma, generative AI, chatbot, GPT, coffee nap, sleep debt, stress eating, intermittent fasting, polyromantic, autosexual, climate criminal, and eco-hazardous are all now in the dictionary. I had never heard of Blur's Day. What is that? A day not easily distinguished from other days or the phenomenon of days running together. Well, this is a good week where there's must be a lot of blurs days where there's, you know, when you're on a short week. Uh-huh. I thought it was going to be one of those where the Urban Dictionary sneaks in that blurs mm-hmm. day would be something that college students do. That's yeah, thirst, thirst, thirsty Thursday. Well, I just, but, but language is evolutionary. I mean, there's, you're always looking for a more clever thirsty way Thursday. to say the old thing. So I thought maybe <laughs> Thirsty Thursday was out because mm-hmm. it's too many syllables. We can just call it blurs day. Because there's some blurring happening on Thirsty Thursday. Absolutely. So my guess was they just cut to the chase and just called it Blur's Day, I thought, perhaps. But no, it's days days running together. Obviously, I know what Big Pharma is. Nepo Baby is a celebrity with a parent who is also famous, especially one with whose industry connections are perceived as essential to their success. Wendy's is debuting a pumpkin spice Frosty. Uh. Wendy's, I love you, um, but I when I saw this news, you know, I go on many rants about M-I-N-I, mm. rants about pumpkin spice. I have realized 
that you're almost serving to polarize me if you come forward with your pumpkin spice and go, look, we got pumpkin spice. I think I'm less likely to come to you for your normal stuff. I, mean, I know that's an ornery, stubborn way to be, but I just realized I think glad, it's true. I'm glad you admitted uh, that I, is a, that's an ornery, <laughs> stubborn way to approach that. I don't that. care. But I, I, will I get this? No, but... It, it serves as... It, it makes me think, but my, my reaction is opposite of what they might be hoping for when they say, look at me, we got pumpkin spice. As long as they still got the regular Frosties, then it's good. That's my thing because I don't want cross contamination. That's the, you know I'm going. Don't get any pumpkin spice in my normal frosty. See, don't. No, no, I don't, mean I don't mind the pumpkin spice. Don't, it's don't, just not my don't cook my regular fries in the curly fry grease, like because then I'll know. Like oh, these got seasoned, and I don't. Or want they that have the seasoning. big issue with the McDonald's spicy nuggets where they're cooking the spicy nuggets uh, and the regular that's nuggets exactly together. Exactly right. It gets on you, and you got to be careful. Got to get to a break. We'll come back. Got more on the way here on In the Know. Today's Did You Know is brought to you by ECTC Litchfield. It's college for the real world. It's affordable right here at home. And uh, plenty, of course, offerings for you to get back on the road to education. You can figure out your uh, student aid. You can figure out your schedule. Go through the advising process and get ready. They'll be starting their next eight-week advantage in the month of October. So now you have plenty of time to get ready for ECTC Litchfield, where they say, Did You Know? Fingernails grow faster in warm weather than they do in cold weather. Fingernails grow faster during warmer weather than they do during colder weather. Interesting. I saw the this week's uh, version of Hard Knocks on Tuesday night. It's the season finale of Hard Knocks. And Aaron Rodgers shared a very elaborate story about seeing a UFO in uh, New York, New Jersey area in 2005, the night before the draft. He was at... a I think the guy's name was Levy. He was a college teammate of his, and so he was staying with him the night before the draft, and they saw supposedly they had a very distinct description of it and what it was, so I don't know. He might have been enjoying himself a little bit. He might have been participating in Thirsty Thursday. He could could have been, but I I, I tell you, he appeared to be very serious about it, so I don't He's serious about a lot of things. I don't know what to make of it. Um, The Rolling Stones have new music. We got an album coming up. Don't get angry with me. I never you no pain. Now, the really cool thing about this is that it's a shot like Rodeo Drive in a um, convertible. And as they're going down Rodeo Drive, there are all these billboards for the Rolling Stones, and they're showing video clips throughout history, like the album art from all their previous albums. But they've got an album coming out um, next uh, in a few days called... Hackney Diamonds, and it's coming out October 20th, and Lady Gaga is on the new album. So, Don't Be Angry With Me. This, uh, sounds like the Rolling Stones, right? I saw a piece this morning where they were doing the album launch uh, premiere party. It was the three surviving members of the Rolling Stones, but Jimmy Fallon was introducing them, and Jimmy Fallon was introducing them as Mick Jagger. And so then Mick Jagger stands up and he says, I don't talk like that, you know, and he was exactly what J- what Jimmy Fallon had been mm-hmm. doing. Anyway, it was a pretty good time. So, anyway, new Stones music out. Barbie is coming to streaming services soon. Oh, good. You'll be able to buy it for twenty nine ninety nine. I think you can rent it for twenty four ninety nine. All your stream. I mean, well, that just means it's kind of like uh, The Little Mermaid. You know, it was available for purchase online and it'll end up. 
it won't end up on Disney Plus, but it will end up being somewhere streaming. But it will still be a the few more. Mermaid? A few. They first made it where you could pay to watch it online, and now right. it's just streaming if you're a Disney Plus customer. Okay. What I'm it's saying like is, it's like a tiered system. That's itself. right. So now Barbie went from the theater mm-hmm. to on demand. You know, pay pay for it, and then in a few months, it will be released on some platform where you can stream it. And And probably for most people, if you made it this long without seeing it, Mm -hmm. you can wait a cup a little bit longer. Yeah, and we have the other. I still haven't. I meant to look and see if it's for kids because you know. Yeah, because she's asked asked me about about Barbie. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is it? Is it? We're kind of. Need to look it up and see, mm-hmm. I suppose. And what else? Oh, and uh, UK. There are a bunch of teams. UConn. There's some other teams that will Duke. be. Duke will be in there. The new Kobe Bryant shoes are out. What are they called, Sam? Kobe. It's called Kobe's. M- Mambas. Are they, the, are they have a number. They put a number on them each year. Number, number five. It, it, well, they already <laughs> did Mambo number five because uh, a little bit of Monica in his life was uh, all that good stuff. But. Like each year, do they get a new number? Like these are the I, I Kobe Twelves, so. or I'm not a shoe guy. So they're not I, like I, iPhones. I, I think so. I think they do something like that. And I'm sure somebody listening is a shoe guy and would be able to to say. But these, this is a big deal. Yeah. Well, because the, the, the thing is, is that the players that are being recruited are, usually care a lot about the shoes sure. and so on. So they want to get it. These are white, so they're yeah, made they're for all people white. my age, I guess. We gotta get to a break. We'll come back about more on the way. You're on in the know. MP's point to ponder for today. Why is it a bed is always the most comfortable when you aren't supposed to be in it? Hmm. Yeah, you're not wrong. You disagree? You scrunched your nose. Yeah, I mean. I guess. Like, you don't want to get out of it. It's like, oh, I'm supposed to get up. Oh, but the bed feels so good. Just like if you ever realize that when you write out bed in lowercase, it looks like a bed. That's true. It does. you got the headboard and the footboard on there and all that good stuff. The city the city best for retirement, the top ten best and worst cities to reti- retire, number one, Tampa, Florida. Okay. Scottsdale, Arizona is a two, Fort Lauderdale a three, Orlando a four, Miami at five. Four of the five have something in common. Beach. They're in the state of Florida. Scottsville, Arizona doesn't have much of a beach. Uh, yeah, I was thinking. Um, four of the five. You said four of the five had something in common. Yeah. Oh. And I was saying that Scottsdale doesn't. I mean, but Scottsdale is the weather. That's right. Oh, no. It's a dry heat. Uh, <laughs> Casper, Wyoming was at six. Denver, seven. Cincinnati, eight. Really? Yeah. Charleston, South Carolina, that. nine. Atlanta, ten. Everyone loves the beaches of Cincinnati. The worst, the worst cities for retirement: Stockton, California, one eighty-two. Out of one hundred eighty-two cities that are ranked, I'm sure they got to meet a population standard. Newark was right behind that. Bakersfield, California, is bad. There are a bunch of Californias in the worst ten, including Rancho Cucamonga. Uh, Stephen, uh, UK quarterback um, Johnson. Yeah, Stephen Johnson. Wasn't he from? Mm, I think you're right. Yeah, some one quarterback from the recent, from like the last ten years was. Uh, Stephen Johnson's Cuc- the one from from California. I think he's Rancho. from Rancho Cucamonga. Rancho Cucamonga, which is very fun to say. Francisco, <laughs> I was waiting for it. All right, on television tonight, Big Brother. All right, I saw Mister Pectacular from OVW. Apparently, is coming back. On it this week, Jesse on, on Big Brother. Yeah, 
he, he, well, thank, he, well, thanks, thanks he for the spoiler. Oh. No, the, he, he, he already okay. he posted this on his on his social media, so I don't think it's a. Well, it's a spoiler to us. It's oh. a spo- yeah, sorry. Uh, I, I and listen, I don't know what he is to Big Brother, so I have no idea. I, you know, nor do I. I didn't know he was on it to begin with. Yeah, I think he won it back in one of some of the early years. Really? Okay. Does that wrestling uh, show come out next week? Next a week from yesterday. A week from yesterday. Um, okay. So the NFL kicks I'll off watch tonight. It too. Yeah, I mean, definitely will watch it. Got the Lions at the Chiefs. It would be nice if that were going to be a game, but I don't know that it's going no, to be. Oh, it will be. It without, will be oh, without question. Yeah, okay. Lions are going to be good this year. All right. Lions might make the playoffs. So we'll watch last night's Big Brother and tonight's Big Brother. Uh, we'll have those, so no. we'll be caught up. I'll, uh, I'll watch those Lions and the Chiefs instead. The Challenge is on, the Challenge USA is on CBS after Big Brother. And then on A&E, the first 48 presents Critical Minutes. And then I guess we have some people that will be watching the cards play the racers. Today's highlight in history, this day, 1940, Nazi Germany. Did you know I have the ACC network taken out of my program guide? Oh. You know, like YouTube TV, you can decide what programs are in your program guide. The ACC doesn't appear on <clears> that. Oh, well, you got to be careful because there is the chance that since Kentucky's playing at Louisville this year, that that could be an ACC network game. Well, here's my workaround. All Kentucky pops up for you. Yeah, yeah that's right. Okay. So he'll even go find it for me. I just like I don't like to see that clutter. I'm not going to watch it anyway. 1940 Nazi Germany began its eight month blitz of Britain during World War II with the first air attack on London. You got to cheer for Murray though, because one of their running backs, Hugh Darius Jennings, was played at Grayson County his sophomore year. Here is Q on the Murray State team. He is. So Q's on that team. So that's why you know I'm all in on on the racers today. Well, between Q and Max Duffy, I'm going to have to put a bet on Murray. <laughs> no, you got to be in person yeah, to do it. You got to drive to Churchill. Oh well, darn! I can't. Don't have time to drive to Churchill today. I'm sure you could find somebody that in this local area that that give you one that might not be the most. I guess I'll just have to use the old fashioned bookie instead. Tupac was shot and mortally wounded this day, in 1996. Shh, birthdays I he wasn't today. Dead, though. There are a bunch isn't of them. That, isn't that all the? I didn't say he died. I said he was shot and mortally wounded. Did I say he died? I didn't say that. Gloria Gaynor is 80 today. Julie Kavner is 73. Julie Kavner was on Rhoda, but you know her most famously as being the voice of Marge Simpson. Chrissy Hind from The Pretenders is 72. Corbin Burnson is 69. Diane Warren is 67. Oliver Hudson is 47. Evan Rachel Wood is 36. There are also a really big list of... Gone but not forgotten. Elizabeth the first, first one ever. Mm-hmm. First Elizabeth ever named, 1533. Grandma Moses was born in 1860. That's why it's Grandma Moses Day. J.P. Morgan, born in 1867. Paul Brown, born in 1908. Arthur Ferrante, born in 1921. Al McGuire, 1928. Buddy Holly, in 1936. It is odd to think Al McGuire was born eight years before Buddy Holly. Because I, you know, Al McGuire worked late in life, and so I knew him, but Buddy Holly was gone long before I was ever born, but it's weird that Al McGuire was older than Mm -hmm. Buddy Holly. At least that was a hard thing for me to comprehend when I read the list this morning. (laughs) Paul Brown's the best one on that list. Paul Brown. Chart Toppers, 1959. Santo and Johnny. When I tell you the name of this song, you'll go, oh yeah, it does sound like that. Mm-hmm. Sleepwalk. Mm. Right? Sound like somebody sleepwalking? 
figure that maybe on the Cook Ranch catalog at some point. Maybe a cover. Oh, yeah. Maybe Although add some probably, words to it. Oh, they probably ruin it by putting words to it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> maybe some falsetto in there. <laughs> Extra falsetto. Uh, stereo falsetto mm. is the 1968 GDC Rider number one. Oh, yeah? We'll spill the tea. Who had a teenage daughter who attended Harper Valley Junior High? Oh, Junior High. She's entertaining the people of Hawaii with this song. Oh, can you imagine? I can see it. <laughs> ukulele, grass skirt. Uh, I have it. Ukulele. Ukulele. With her grass skirt. <laughs> I can see it. I'll tell you a story oh, yeah. about a Harper Valley widow. Yes. Wife. And they'd all just be bought on. Yep. 1977, Emotions, The Best of My Love. Whoa, whoa. Okay, I was waiting for a whoa, whoa, but we didn't get there. And because I really want to get to 1986, because it was in 1986 that Lionel was teaching us how to dance on the ceiling. Did you have that outfit in high school? Pretty close. I learned how to dance on the ceiling from Lionel Richie and from um, Figment. <laughs> oh, Figment. Uh-oh. You've, only, you've, had to be, you've had to be at Figment to know mm-hmm. the upside down part. Uh, Gangster's Paradise. Julio. I still like Amish Paradise better. <laughs> From Weird Al. They call me Hezekiah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Maroon 5. It's a heck of a transition from Easter's Paradise to... It's a hard pivot. Hard pivot. <laughs> Coolio to Adam Levine. It's, he can sing, but... Yeah. And... Years ago today. MB's Pearl of Wisdom for today. First, you learn to read, then you read to learn. First, you learn to read, then you read to learn. MB's Pearl of Wisdom for today. Remember, God loves you, and I do too. If you don't know Jesus, let me know, and I'll introduce you. Look forward to seeing you back here tomorrow for another edition of our show. For Sam Gormley, for B, I'm MB, and now you're in the know.